0: Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. To vision board or not to vision board? This is often the question as we get into January. You may be an advocate of vision boarding and do them religiously every single year. You might be someone that's tried them in the past and thought they're a bit strange, a bit weird, or just didn't work for you. You may be someone that's never even tried it, they even heard of it before, in which case, keep an open mind. Maybe you're someone that knows someone a little bit strange who does vision boards. You never quite really understand or get why they might want to do it or how they might want to work. Vision boards are the perfect balance between fluff and function. I'll share with you today to keep an open mind why I think you should look at doing vision boards, why I do vision boards, why I set the challenge to every single one of my success group members to have a vision board every single year. And then at the end of this, you can decide whether or not you think a vision board is going to be a valuable asset in you achieving all of your goals and you making the most of 2021. 2021. Hi, I'm George Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Boulder, and this is the Leveling Up Podcast. The Leveling Up Podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the motivation, the inspiration, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. So where do you stand on the vision board front? Do you do vision boards? Have you ever done vision boards? You know what I'm talking about when I talk about vision boards. A vision board for me, the simplest way I can describe it to you, is a pictorial representation of the cognitive neurological links that you have emotionally to your goals. Okay. In other words, it's a mind map. See. Some people do their vision boards by just vomiting up some images onto a piece of paper. Okay, fine. Maybe there's some power to that. Some people go out into the wilderness and pick up, I don't know, hazelnut kernels and pine cones and leaves and grass seeds and stuff like that. For me, think of this like a mind map. So when we have a list of goals, when we have an idea of what we want to achieve, and I'm hoping that you have got a list of goals right now. If you haven't got a list of goals right now, I'll just do a little bit of an intervention here. I'm giving away this year, I have done over the whole of Christmas and New Year, and I'll continue to give it away for the next couple of episodes, the template, the formula that every single one of my success group members follow in order to set their goals. They do a really thorough version of this, I'm going to lie. takes them probably about 10 hours of audio, at least another 10 hours of working I have a little joke, we have a joke, which is we spend longer setting our goals at success groups than most people do working towards them. It's a joke, it's tongue in cheek, but it's actually really accurate. The average goal, I think, is about 12 to 14 days, something like that, in terms of its lifespan. We spend way longer than that setting our goals. My members have been setting goals all over Christmas into the new year. Many of them started early on in December, starting to just accumulate. They're thinking about what 2021 is going to look like, so you want to give it some real care and attention. But what I've done is compressed the formula that they follow into a template to give you a really kind of big boost, a leg up to setting the right goals. I'm giving away completely free of charge. I'll drop the link in the descriptions of this episode. Go and download that worksheet if you haven't got your goals yet. It's so important that you know where you're going. Otherwise, how can you possibly ever get there? You want to make sure you've got some crystal clear goals. You've got some strategies and plans in place to achieve those goals. And then you can hold you accountable to taking the next step, and the next step. If you haven't done that phase yet, a vision board really isn't going to help you. I mean, there's some value in a vision board in and of itself, but honestly, for me, the vision board is taking all of the work that you do with your goal setting and bringing it into something that's a work of art, a mind map, this, this connection between our goals and each other and our goals and ourselves in terms of our emotional connection to those goals. So if you haven't set your goals, go and set your goals. I'm giving that away completely free of charge. Go and download that and make sure you've got a set of goals. Assuming you have got a set of goals or you will have a set of goals, a vision board is really powerful because you take those goals and rather than just being a shopping list of goals, which does get very dry very quickly, you actually take them and you recreate those goals in pictorial format as a vision board as a representation of the emotional connection to those goals. In other words, let's say, for example, this year you want to get a new car. Let's say you want to get a BMW 5 Series but you want it in a very particular, you know, midnight blue with a certain trim and you want certain, you know, wheels on it, et cetera, et cetera. You wouldn't just go and get a random picture of a BMW, a white one from five years ago and stick it on your vision board. There's no power to that. The whole point is take the time, go through the internet or even go onto the BMW configuration site, build the BMW you want this year, take a snapshot of the image of that car, and bring that into your vision board. So it's a literal, but it's emotional as well, because it's the exact thing that you want to get. The time you take in building your vision board is actually a huge part of why vision boards work. Because instead of just having a BMW 5 Series, 5255, 5, 5, whatever it is, right? Instead of having a new cooker, instead of saying, I want to walk the dog twice a day, I want to go to the gym three times a week, or whatever your version of the gym is, seeing that the gyms are all closed right now, I want to do X, Y, and Z. I want to learn this new skill. I want to get this sort of revenue, this kind of profit, sell this many products. I want to have this many more clients, et cetera, et cetera. Instead of just having a shopping list of stuff, which just becomes blurred right i mean you can have a ferrari in there you can have a desert island holiday in there it kind of becomes meaningless when it's just this roll call of data like on an excel spreadsheet for example when we take the those items those goals and we find the pictures and we take the time to find the pictures that truly represent that thing that we're aiming towards whether it's a material thing like a car or whether it's something like a skill set or more sales for example The energy and effort that we take to find the images or to create the images that represent that for us the best way possible, that's a huge part of what the power is. Because what we're doing is when we set our goals, we have an emotional connection to that goal. I hope you do. If you're not emotionally connected to your goals now, you've got very little chance of staying emotionally connected over the next 11, 12 months. So right now, you should be excited by your goals, pumped by your goals, psyched by your goals, connected to that goal. You've probably got a picture in your head. Let's say it's a diet or it's an exercise regime. You've got a picture in your head of what life will be like 12 months from now when you've hit that weight goal, hit that physical goal, run that marathon, cycled whatever it is. And you're connected now emotionally. But trust me, a month from now, two months from now, certainly when we start getting into the second half of the year and into the back end of this year, it just becomes another line on that spreadsheet. So you choose a picture now while you're hot for the goal, while you're motivated for that goal, right? When you're lusting after that goal and that achievement, go and find a picture, go and find a series of pictures or a collage of pictures that create not just a literal representation of the thing you're going for, but the emotional connection you have with it. So rather than just having a picture of a BMW 5 Series, roughly like the one you want, rather than having the exact one you want, you go one step further, you want the exact one you want that's in a location or with a background or a backdrop that stirs the emotion in you of what you feel it would feel like to have that car. So let's say, for example, you find a picture of this BMW, but it's in the middle of a London housing estate and you live out in the countryside, the chances are you're not gonna connect to that image. The same as if you live in a you know four bedroom, nice house, but the picture's outside a mansion, you're not gonna connect with that either, probably. So what you want to do is you want to say, right, I want an aspirational image, but I want an image that feels like it's the realistic image of what I'm going to create. But I want it to have all the emotion. So if you like the the look of this car in the early morning or at night, then you'd have a picture, you know, in the early morning or even at night, because that would stimulate you the most, right? If your vision of this car is at sunset or it's, you know, you get a picture that represents that. takes a little bit of time, but it's worth it. If you spent a decent amount of time setting your goals, you're going to spend another 12 months achieving these goals. want to take a little bit of time out to take those goals and create something that you emotionally can connect with that can keep you motivated over the long term. And that's the whole purpose of a vision board. It's to reignite the emotional connection you have with your goal now, long after that emotion potentially has waned or disappeared completely. So rather than saying, well, I had a BMW on my goals list, it kind of felt really exciting at the time, but I don't really get it now. What you want to do is you want to capture that emotion now so that you can fall back on that emotion in the future. So in other words, when you look back at that picture a week from now, a month from now, another month from now, six months from now, eight months, nine months, 12 months from now, You still have a lot of the emotional connection to that goal, and it's the emotional connection to our goals that gives us the momentum and the motivation to get up every single day and tirelessly work through the challenges that we face in order to achieve those goals. Whether they're material like a car, whether they're emotional in terms of our own well-being and happiness, whether it's who we want to be as a parent or as a partner or a lover, who we want to be in terms of our physical shape or whether it's sales activity, marketing activity, business growth, business development, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the next thing you wanna do is when you've got these images that really accurately represent your emotional connection to the goal, you then wanna lay them out on this vision board in a way that makes sense to you, like a mind map that connects these things in a logical way for you. Now, there's no, for me, fixed way of doing this, but I'll share a couple of different ways. For me personally, I have goals which feel like they're core goals. And those core goals feel like they run through the core of me and therefore, they'll run through the core of my vision board. Now, I also feel I have grounded goals, goal goals very much grounded in material, if you like, and going all the way through to maybe more esoterical kind of goals. So my vision board grows, if you like, from its base through its core and out across the page. And that is a literal mind map of how I feel about my goals. So for example, my health goals, my physical goals, I feel them at my core because they're core goals, but I also feel them very much at my base as grounding me. Does that make sense? So actually, you'll see a lot of my goals around my health, for example, or my physicality and exercise goals, you'll see them right in the center at the base of my vision board. You'll then start to see as I come through my core, up through the centre, if you like, of the vision board, you'll see me come up into my uh, my kids, my lifestyle, my home, those sorts of things. And then they fan out. And I'll fan out into business, for example. And my business might go from the financial goals, which again are going to sit very low on my vision board, because again, I see them as very material, very grounded goals, moving out to more esoterical things. So you might go from You know, your revenue goal, your profit goal, for example, your salary you want to take out of your business might sit low and maybe towards the center of your vision board, depending how they feel for you. And then, for example, sales and stuff might come from that and you might find that other things stem from that. You may have money low down in your base, in your core, and money may go out on one side through to your personal life and one side through to your business life. So on the business side, it might go into how you want to invest that money. On your personal life, it may be how you want to spend that money or invest that money in your kids or into your home. There's no real right and wrong in this. But if you imagine when you think about your goals collectively, as opposed to individually, they do intertwine with one another, like a spider's web almost. And some of them are completely almost independent of the others. And they're like on opposite sides of the spider web and success in one may have a ripple effect to some degree on the other, but they're not really that connected. Other goals you'll find, they're heavily connected. In other words, you pull on one string, it immediately affects another string. So for example, coming back to the BMW 5 Series, that relies heavily, obviously, I'm assuming, on a financial goal that you need to hit. So assuming it is, you may bring that goal closer, or even adjacent, or even interconnecting with, your turnover goal or your profit goal or what it might be. And what you're doing now is you're sharing on a piece of paper how these goals are tangibly connected inside of you. So what's my motivation for growing my business from 50K to 100K? Well, if I go from 50K to 100K, I'm going to be wealthier and I like the idea of just having more money. Brilliant. Represent that emotionally, more money. What does that look like? Is it a number? Is it a figure? Is it a pile of cash? Is a picture? that really kind of gets you and connects you to what that feeling is. What's that money going to give you? Why is that so important? Well, the money enables me to get the car that I want. Right, so bring the car in close to that on the vision board. What else does it do? Okay, so it enables me to have the holiday. enables me to refurbish the kitchen. enables me to X, Y, Z. Right, bring that in. So you may have a cluster of images around the financial goal where you have all your other goals connected to it. Does this make sense? And what you do in that moment is take a goal that says 100K, which sounds exciting now because you're connected to the meaning of that goal and what it emotionally means to you and what it enables you to do and what it facilitates you to do, enables you to do and to achieve and to get. And it takes that emotion and long after it just becomes 100K, just sitting on a shopping list of goals, it still keeps the integrity of the emotion and the motivation behind achieving that goal. So when you come back to that vision board, And you want to come back regularly, otherwise you just lose touch with the vision board anyway. So you create this vision board, I always say, stick it in a frame, put it on the wall, put it on the back of the bathroom door. At the very least, you want to have it maybe as a wallpaper on your iPad or your phone, or just print it out on your desk. Just come back to it where you see it very regularly because it keeps the emotional connection to your goals and between the goals. And that's why it's so important that you've done your goal setting thoroughly in the first place. Because if you don't have really thorough goals, you're not emotionally connected to your goals, you haven't really got the clarity around those goals, which means you've just got a picture in front of you of random shit that kind of means something to you, but not really. So we do all the work in the goal setting. We take those goals, we get the clarity on those goals, we understand our meaning behind those goals, why they're so important, what we're going to do with the outcome of those goals. We then think about how I want to represent that on a sheet of paper. For me, as I say, base and core fanning out to more esoterical at the top. And other people, I've seen them do it with, you know, two sheets of paper side by side, connected in the middle. On the left you've got personal, on the right, you've got business. That doesn't work for me because business and life for me personally are all one in the same. So you see my vision boards, they're quite intertwined because I see it as one life. That's a conversation maybe for another day. If for you it does feel like that and that's how it's represented for you inside of you and it makes sense to be like that and it motivates you positively, then maybe do it that way. I had someone once do it in four quarters and each quarter resembled an element of their life. I had someone else where it was kind of on the same theme of what I do, but for them, it was completely the other way around. The more esoteric, spiritual stuff was at the bottom, in the core, fanning out to more material stuff on the outer edge and towards the top. It doesn't really matter. It's the time that you take over thinking about this that really pays the dividends. How do my goals fit together? How do do I connect with them? What's, What's my emotional link, my cognitive link to these goals? And how do they link to each other in an emotional sense inside me that keeps me fueled whenever I look at this and whenever I take time out to absorb this vision board? Does this make sense? A vision board does not do away with goals. It supports your goals. You will work on your goals through a shopping list format. The vision board is there designed to keep you emotionally connected to those goals. At Success Groups, we've developed our own online app and we have a list format for our goals. So people can go in there and just see a list format to check their goals off and see where they are. But we also have a pictorial format, like a vision board, if you like. And on there, they have all of their goals that they set for the year and for the quarter and for the month And the goals they're working on, they can go into the month or the quarter or the year at any point, and they can see their goals in a pictorial format. And it still has the shopping list idea, as in it tells you exactly what the goal is, you know, turnover to 100K, increase sales by X, Y, Z. So you've still got all the wording in there. But actually, that's very much second place to this big image. And the big image that I get people to use on the goal setting system is the same image they would use or do use on their vision board, an emotional image. And then I get them through this goal setting portal to actually align their goals or line their goals up in a way that also makes sense. So it could just be a priority base. So on your vision board, you may have what I'm talking about, your core goals fanning out to your material goals, or you might have your really important goals at the bottom fanning up to some other goals at the top, or you may have your really important goals at the top and all this sort of stuff, right? That's your format. That's your mind map of your goals. For a goal setting system, I then say to them, look, you might want to just prioritise on here. So you might want to put the most important goals high up in your goals list. Or what you might want to do is what I call red flags, are goals where you know that there's a good chance you're going to fail at, either because you failed at them in the past or because you know they're really challenging. So your red flag goals might not be the most important goals, but they might be your most at risk goal. So you might bring those at risk goals up to the top to make sure that you keep yourself focused on them. Maybe someone, for example, it's a little goal, but maybe just taking time out to be on their own or to be with their friends or to take time out to be on the phone and chat to someone. Maybe that goal historically keeps getting forgotten because it's not that important compared to other goals, but it is actually really quite important. And therefore, rather than having another year or another period where they don't live up to that goal and don't achieve that goal and don't get the rewards of fulfilling on that goal, they might want to bring that goal high up onto the list. And every period, they can change it. So you set your year and you can change the order if you want to for the quarter, for the month, etc. You don't have to have all your goals from the year in your month. So you're selective, right? It's a whole process that goes behind that. Every single person they go through, it's like 20 hours plus of goal setting. Then we have a goal setting system. They load all their goals up in a very specific way. And then the system keeps them accountable to their goals month by month, quarter by quarter across the years. We also use that tool in order to make sure that we are aware of what they're up to and we hold them accountable to their goals as well. Now you don't have necessarily this goal portal or anything you can use like that. But a vision board is a really good tool in and of itself for giving you that emotional connection to what will ultimately become quite dry and unemotional goals, no matter how excited you might be today to achieve them. Vision boards are the perfect balance between fluff and function. There's a lot of science behind why they work, like I've just said, in terms of mind mapping your cognitive, emotional connection to those goals. And the fluff, which is just the joy of daily seeing your goals, just daydreaming, just to dare to absorb yourself in the vision of the future that you're working towards, to indulge yourself and just to feel good about what it is that you're achieving, to daydream, to dream and to just continually, emotionally keep stirring the pot that keeps you charged up and motivated. If you have not yet set your goals, as I said before, please do go See the link in the descriptions of this episode. You can find the link to the goal setting document. It's a workbook that takes you through a very similar process that every single member at Success Groups goes through. It is a little bit condensed. The reason being, at Success Groups, they spend maybe up to 20 hours setting their goals. I am well aware, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably won't commit 20 hours to setting your goals just because I asked you to. So I've condensed it down into a workbook that you can follow so it gives you the highlights of what we do across the whole of Success Groups. Please take the time out to set your goals. Make sure you're super clear about what you're working towards in your personal life, in your health, and obviously in your business as well. Once they're in place, really consider creating a vision board this year. Take real pride and take your time and care and attention in creating that vision board, all the way from selecting those images, all the way through to how you position those images, and then obviously how you then display that overall work of art for yourself. If you do this, you're in good shape to achieve your goals in 2021. If you want to know a little bit more about what we're doing at Bigger about Bolder and scripts, please do go and check us out at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. If you want to talk to us about how we might be able to help you achieve your business goals this year, then please do reach out to Tracy Miller, my partner in life and in business. Her email address is tracy with an e, dot Miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. Again, I'll drop the link in the descriptions of this episode. She would love to hear from you whether you are planning on launching your business this year, whether you're already doing 20, 30, maybe 40, 50K, and you want to build your business to 100K plus, or maybe you're already doing over 100K, and you want to scale your business to the next level, we have a group, multiple groups, of business owners just like you. We have seen incredible things in 2020, regardless of all the shit that the world threw at us that year. Business owners across the board having the best years, the best months, the best periods in business ever. It wasn't easy throughout the whole of the year, but when you've got the support of each other behind you, when you've got ideas and innovations, when you've got accountability, When you feel like you're belonging to something where they expect the best from you, but they also accept the worst that you've got. When they're there to encourage you, to share in your rewards, to share in your success, but also to occasionally kick you up the arse when you need it, it's a very powerful thing keeping you on track and giving you the opportunity to create incredible results. If you want to find out more, go check us out at the website. If you're ready to talk to us, Tracy would love to speak to you about how we can make 2021 the best year you've ever had in business, regardless of whatever's going on in the outside world around us. I will see you here next time. Until then, as always, be successful